Welcome back to DQP Does the Drafted Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we don't go to Toys R Us for Black Friday because they don't exist anymore. Uh, with me this evening is my co-host Russell. Welcome to our accidental addition to the cosmic horror of <laughs> our movie series. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. And we also have Dave. Shop smart. Shop S-smart. You got that? It's a trap. Get an X. Get an X. Uh, we are starting our Christmas series with uh, Black Friday from 2021. An hour and 24 minutes. It is pretty short. Yeah, pretty short. Um, yeah, it is. It feels kind of long sometimes. Yeah, it does. Slightly. Slightly, yeah. Uh, uh, so basically, it's about a uh, group of uh, retail workers uh, at a toy store working the night of Thanksgiving into the morning of Black Friday. Yeah. When an alien zombie apocalypse happens. Yeah. Uh, it's from the Shadow Zone. There's even an order. <laughs> yes. It's Call of Duty Zombies. Uh, Dude, I was literally watching it and like at the at the end I was just kept thinking, I was like, fuck you for even making this movie. Like <laughs> uh I mean that's basically what happens, right? Like there's not like a huge plot to this movie. You've got not really. You've got like no. a cast of characters. So you got like uh Devin Sawa playing Ken, who is the uh guy that got laid off from his job and started working at the toy store to make ends meet and worked there way longer than he intended. You've got the kid who uh Wanted to work at the toy store because he always loved the toy store and started working there and it kind of ruined his uh, childhood ideation of the chi- of the toy store, uh, not to mention his dad's a fucking prick. Yeah. Um, you've got the, uh, the 22-year-old lady that the 40-year-old divorcee is trying to bang. Uh, yeah, is banging, but they're not dating. I'm yeah. not sure exactly what's they're happening. They're not there. dating. I don't think they know what's happening there either. Um, you've got uh, Bruce they, Campbell. They made out on the table once. I think there was more than that. That was just like an instance. Yeah, I that don't was know. the instance they were comfortable talking about in front of the other coworkers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've got uh Bruce Campbell playing Jonathan, the uh, forever manager of the store. Uh, who is also like only does it for the power trip and because he's lonely and sad. Uh, yep. You, Best you, character of the movie. Yeah. He has depth. Yeah. Uh, it's also played by Bruce Campbell. Um, and that chin. Yeah. Ooh. Um, Check got, out Amazon uh, where you can. God dang it, I don't remember the name of the book and I don't have it near me. If Chins Could Kill. Is that what it's called? I think so. Uh, You've got uh, Brian, the for some reason the like, the manager's like, ass kiss 
who's a piece of shit to everyone else on the floor. Uh, who for some reason is like a sassy gay. Uh, and it's just like the biggest piece of human garbage in the whole movie. He loves toys, though. I don't think so. He says he does. I think he just loves to kiss the manager's ass. Yeah, it's it's Bruce Campbell's character, like twenty years earlier. I guess, like I think, is what it was supposed is was the parallel we were supposed to make that they didn't really. Yeah, do they very didn't well. that. Um, yeah, you got some like other people. You got uh, you got Michael uh, Jai White, uh, Spawn, playing like the maintenance man who's a random like super badass. Uh. Archie and like you know this cast of characters goes through the beginning of the horror that is Black Friday if you've ever worked Black Friday or if you've ever like gone out on Black Friday you know how fucked up it is Um, and then that turns into zombie apocalypse as well Uh, and they don't handle it well to start really through the whole movie they don't handle it well pretty much everyone dies uh except for uh chris ken and uh marnie so uh devin sawa ryan lee and ivana baccaro but yeah i mean that's basically the movie like the the cosmic horror element is that it's from space uh and it's like uh the zombies are like gathering organic material to like push into this chrysalis that grows and grows until it like busts out this the roof of the uh because it's like a big box store it's like the size of a best buy or something yeah this toy store it busts out the top of the toy store and then opens and is like a giant fucking like cronenberg monster yeah uh, of like twisted faces and it has way more than two that's true it's good, like there's just faces all over the thing and it's got like a weird like insect hook hand and then like a regular like humanoid hand um but it does like the cheap ass monster movie thing where it just like stands in the one spot where you can only see like a, a third of it yeah yeah uh <laughs> It's pretty funny because uh, it's like a puppet or something, probably. Uh, <laughs> but it also flicks Brian. Yeah, flicks <laughs> Brian because he's a piece of shit and he dies. Like the only person that didn't deserve to die the way they died was Ruth. That's the old lady. The old lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a shitty death. Yeah, but it was I, funny. I, I mean, forgot how Michael J. White died. It was funny. It should have been someone else. Uh, he, he like he was badass. Is, yeah, he was helping Chris. And then he gets bit, and then he's like, get out of here. And he's like, just starts fighting zombies. Mm, and then, yeah. like, the mama zombie that's the the number one grandma bitch. Yeah. Uh, she, like, turns into, like, an alpha zombie, even though she doesn't look like she's infected when she goes. Like, a bunch of other people look like they're already infected. But she doesn't. But she turns into, like, the alpha, like, she looks more like a hag. Yeah, she's got like the droopy tits and like her whole body is like yeah. fucking crazy. She like got bigger and grew like fucking talons and shit. Yeah. Um I I didn't hate the I didn't hate like the way some of them looked. 
they yes. just needed like a little bit more. I thought this. I'm I'm sure this was a small budget. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I'll hey, the, find the, out. So basically, the the movie ends when Chris like says in the beginning of the movie that he learned how to drive a fork truck. So then he drives a fork truck at the end. They have like the the zombie things have like this weird like cum web thing they shoot out of their mouth. Yeah, it's the it's the parasite. So it's it's the parasite thing from the strain. Yeah, is basically like that's what I when I was watching the movie I was like, <clears throat> okay, so they like revamped the monster, the vampires from the strain. Yeah, and like turned them into like cosmic zombies. Yeah, so this is fucking weird. So that like the big one shoots that out and like grabs the fork truck and it like pulls the fork truck into its own face like a dipshit. Yeah, and, it's pretty dumb. And that's how they kill it. And then they drive away and in the distance you see more of them from other stores and other places. Uh then credits. Then credits. Kind of like a mist book ending there. The mist. Yeah, you guys, yeah, there was a little bit of the mist in this. There's a little bit of several movies in this. Yeah, there's a little bit of the mist. There's some the strain. There's some Call of Duty zombies. Uh, the zombies to me look kind of like you guys are gonna get this reference. They look kind of like the zombies from the movie Poultry Geist. Okay, <laughs> the way their mouths and stuff look like Poultry Geist. Oh, when God they get it. like the. The kind of almost beak thing, but yeah. it's all like individual teeth. Yeah. Yeah. That's they look like poultry geist. Uh but like I think the practical effects were pretty good. You know, for the budget of whatever they had. The CG when they do CG is awful. Um, but they don't they kinda do it sparingly. They had to CG the fork truck because he wasn't fork trip certified. Yeah. That was a Russell joke. But I wanted to have it on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's a very important joke for my recent life. Yeah. Not involving me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad that they made it a fucking propane fork truck because, like, you couldn't do anything with an electric fork truck like that. I thought, yeah. yeah. So I thought they were going to, like, I thought I was going to web the he's, fork truck into his face. Blow it up. And Bruce Campbell was going to, like, walk out of the front of the store while it's on fire. With a fucking, the fucking, what, the Remington that he has at the end of uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah. And the boomstick? Yeah. The boomstick and shoot it and blow it up. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's going to say something sarcastic and witty, you know, because he jumped back in the store and survived and Groovy. walked out the front. Yeah. yeah. Groovy. And he just, or... like, turns around and looks. Like, no one even tells him. He just turns around just like... and looks and sees what happens. And he's like... Fucking aims. I'm making all the motions. We're no, he would you. just like he would just like fucking Terminator <laughs> lever action it, point it with one hand and shoot it because <laughs> yeah. he like went through the fires of hell and all the zombies and he turned into ash and came out. And he would say things like "You're not certified," but he would he would just he would actually say "Hail to the king, baby." <laughs> he is a manager. <laughs> so he, he, he should totally, totally should have came out and said, "You're not, not for, certified. You're not for." truck certified uh but yeah so that's how the movie ends so um there's only three real actors in this movie four if you count a voiceover uh devin sawa yes. bruce campbell 
And uh, maybe there's just two. Michael J. <laughs> Michael J. White. Michael I guess, J. Yeah, White. Michael J. White. And then the voiceover. Seth Green does the voiceover of this teddy bear. Let's Dower like, Dennis called Dower Dennis, and it's like a plot point, but it's also like uh, what the fuck gag? Yeah, uh, it's like a toy that's been recalled. Yeah, but it's like it's just like it's a depressed like <laughs> white collar worker that's like divorced. <laughs> And just sad and shit. Maybe like, someone will love me. <laughs> yeah. The last line that it says, other than the end of the movie where it just like randomly has a voiceover, uh, the last line it says when it's like burning in the warehouse is like, uh, uh, now that my wife left me, I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, that's an interesting toy for children. Um, and actually, Dower Dennis is actually one of the is like part of a a trend in the movie that I don't that is a problem that I have with the movie. Um, two problems actually. There's a lot of jokes that don't land for me in this, which yeah. is like either not delivered well or it's like not that funny. Like it's it's like it's almost like a joke that like somebody that's like. A normal person would just randomly say, and you're like, ha, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and that's it. And it's, but it's like, it, this is a fucking movie. You can't, you can't. The whole movie can't be that, right? Give you, me jokes that aren't that great. Yeah, you you got to have like real fucking funny shit if it's like a comedy parody, like horror thing, right? Yeah. Um. So that's part of the the Dower Dennis thing. Like some, there's a couple times where it's actually funny, but the rest of the time I'm just like, what the fuck. And part of that is that it's not that funny, and the other part is editing. This movie has a terrible problem with editing. Yes. Uh, and I think... There are like, a lot of editing continuities. Yeah, there's a lot of... Like, almost every time anything happens, and the actors react, the actors react before the thing happens. In almost every instance of that. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? And like, similarly, like the way that the Dower Dennis thing is acted, because I'm sure they, you know, it's not recorded that way. You know, they just had Seth Green do some lines and they're like, okay, we'll chop these up and make it sound like a defective recording. But the way they like made it sound defective was just like, this is annoying more than funny. Yeah, I agree. This movie's okay. It's fine. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. But like seriously, like I I enjoyed seeing Bruce Campbell on screen. Same. And Bruce Campbell like delivers his lines and plays the character. Devin Sawa, same thing. I enjoyed watching Devin Sawa. He like played this character. He delivered his lines as the character. Like Michael J. White was typecast, but was typecast for a reason because he can do that character. Yeah. Right? He's always kind of a badass anyways. Yeah. I mean, he's actually a badass. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to know my favorite movie he's in? Spawn? No. Oh. Toxic Avenger Part 2. Oh. He's in it? <laughs> yeah, he plays a goon. <laughs> okay. That's funny. Um, But, like, all the other... Well, a little bit of Ryan Lee. Ryan Lee plays Chris. There's a couple of scenes where he really, like, hams it up for like either like emotional scenes or like 
like a, a funny part, but I think he gets hum- hamstrung a lot by the script not being good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, but like everyone else almost feels like they just showed up. Yeah. Brian especially. I like Ruth. Ruth was okay, but I mean that wasn't like a main character. Yeah. She yeah. was just she's like she's the door greeter. Yeah. Like the crazy every, old lady. Every Walmart has that door greeter. Yeah. Like she is that where door you're like, greeter, oh, she's like, just a sweet old lady, and yeah. then she's like, ah, so you're fucking that guy, mm-hmm. huh? So just consensual fuck partners. Is that what you're saying? Whoa, <laughs> Ruth, easy, uh, Ruth. I love me some dirty old ladies. Yeah, they're bingo fun. nights always fun. Jesus Christ, Russell. Whoa, you can't do that anymore. You're married. I'm telling. No more bingo nights. Not the bingo nights. <laughs> that was more convincing acting than most of the people yeah. in this movie. Good job. You should <laughs> be in you. this movie. Thank you. Thank you. I'd watch this movie if Russell was the Dude, main character. Dude, I would love to do B-movies. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, why wouldn't I? you say you would, but you'd be like, uh... Until I get, like, gross. Yeah. You're like, we're gonna cover you in the syrup. And I'm like, the fuck you are. Uh, like, how well, much, I guess you're fired. Like, how much am I getting paid for this? <laughs> how much syrup? Yeah, yeah. Is it maple? Is there like a decent water pressure shower nearby? Um, but so like, there's like other issues that I have with this movie, other than like the script not being amazing. Like the script was like serviceable, right? If yeah, you had like you, the right director, had, yeah. If you had like a better dialogue writer, yeah. Like, well, the I, plot. I, the, I think the yeah. idea and like the main plot, and even like the cast of characters, that was all really solid. And I would watch that yeah. movie every day of the week. Yeah, but like, you've got like the editing problem. You've got the dialogue problem. Um, and then like, I don't think the effects were really up. An issue in this movie, it didn't help. Most of them are fine. No. Most yeah, of it's I mean, for, fine. For, yeah. Like it knows it's a B movie. Yeah, it knows right. it's a B movie. So that that didn't really hurt it for me. Yeah. Um, but I talk about them all the time, so I had to bring it up. But what really kills this movie for me is the the direction and the pacing. Like, yes. it just feels like every scene overstays its welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, we're going to show, you know, the shoppers coming in. All right. From, from this angle for like 30 seconds. And then from the video, from the office with the video cameras for like 30 fucking seconds. Yeah. We're going to go, we're going to show Devin Sawa watching them come in for like 15 or 20 seconds and then we're going to cut to a different thing for way too long and then we're going to cut back to Devin Sowell watching them come in for another 15 or 20 seconds this movie's only an hour and 24 seconds 24 minutes long a lot and, of it's watching Devin Sowell watch people yeah and it's a lot of it is just like scenes way overstaying their welcome yeah, yeah. and like letting dialogue go too long like not not just like having too much breathing space and then there's like dead air there's like whole scenes where there's no music in the background which there would be music playing if yeah. you've ever been anywhere during the holidays there is always fucking christmas music playing yep let's be more specific okay 
There's like, always they should have licensed Mariah, Mariah Carey. Carey for this movie. Yes. <laughs> like, if you were going to do one thing for this movie, like, one, one, just one more tiny thing that would have helped this movie along and given every retail worker PTSD, yeah. like, flashbacks. It should have been Mariah Carey's, what is it, All I Want for Christmas? All I Want for Christmas is you. Is you. <laughs> Only, like, 16 octaves higher. Um... <laughs> And soaked in eggnog. I can dig on some Mariah Carey, though. I know I'm like if a, you mute it, a small yeah. fan. <laughs> um, but uh, like there, I don't know. There, there was a huge pacing problem in this movie. Yes, and like that actually, I think killed it more than anything else. Like if if oh, they yeah. if they had had like a competent editor and a competent director. Um, 100%. I think that would have made a solid movie with underwhelming performances into like an uh, like an actual like solid movie. Yeah, they were shooting for B, they got D. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be a B movie. It knows it's a B movie. It has all the right components to be a B movie and be a good B movie. Yeah. I've said the letter B too many times. Yes, but, you have. <laughs> like, it has everything it needs to achieve what it set out to achieve. It was just executed very poorly. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, I, I agree. Like, pay, uh, change it, uh, change in pacing and, like, much better editing in this, I would have felt completely different about this movie. Yeah. Like, this would have been another, you know, another Bruce Campbell lockdown. Yeah. Like. You know, I mean, you look at Bubba Hotep, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, like... I, I think Bruce. those are funnier, but... Yeah. Yeah, I am Bruce, like... Well, yeah, it, it, they're funnier, and you have Bruce Campbell as the main character. Like, I understand him not being the main character in this, and sure. he's, like, he's getting older, like, he's, you know, he's even said, you know, he's not gonna do a lot of stuff he's used, he used to do, like... But, like, Bruce Campbell is a dude that can lead a movie from the back, he does and, in this movie. Yeah, he does. I mean, yeah, pretty much any time any, time he's even just a side character, like, he can lead that fucking movie. Like, he has his thing. Like, we can agree he's not, like, you know, an A-list actor. He's not, like, a top-notch actor. He doesn't want to be. He's talked about it. Like, that's not... He wants to be himself. Yeah. In 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 a movie, which is which is cool. Like, he knows he, well, that's what he wants to be. Like, we've seen depth out of him, but at the same time, like this is what he wants to do. So, like, I hate how poorly this movie was executed because, like, this could have been a good stepping stone for him into, like, these executive producing roles and, like, yeah. like doing more of the things that he, you know, wants to do at this point in his life. And, like, it just kind of sucks that this movie is bad. <laughs> it's fun. It's fine. It, it is like, it's mildly fun. I would it's say it's mildly entertaining, but yeah. I don't, I, I won't ever watch it again. I wouldn't even right. suggest someone watch it. You know, it's forgettable. Like, unlike most of Bruce Campbell's other movies. I'm like, nah, dude, well, fuck it. And fucking Boba Hotep. I tell people to watch that shit all the time. Like you might not like it. You at least got to see it. You got to watch yeah. it. Yeah. Man, I haven't That's... seen Bubba Hotep in so long. Dude, that movie's that fucking movie. hilarious. What's on my cock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically, like, basically what I don't like about this movie. Is most of it. 
<laughs> Basically, what I don't like is pretty much the movie. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I think the idea is fucking cool. Yeah, like, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's, like it's simple, and it's and it has potential for a lot of good comedy because there is yeah. an infinite amount. Like, go watch Superstore. It's not the best, like, show. Yeah, but the retail comedy in it. Is the, legit. The retail comedy in it is what makes that show so good. Yeah, like it's that legit. show is great. I don't have like a ton of retail experience. I have some like I have four little, years. I or, have several years. Of I think I have experience. four years of retail experience, but not like working in a big box store. But still, at the same time, like the smaller stores, you still get some of those same interactions and yeah. customer worked, ridiculousness. Like I worked in a mall for six, seven years, something like that. Yeah. So I worked at an auto parts store for a year. Yeah. Uh, sold flooring for two. I uh, worked at a restaurant for a year. I got like two years of restaurant experience, yeah. I guess. Restaurant is a little different a from retail, but similar. Yeah. Like the jokes are different. Like waiting. Yeah. We've talked about, I think we just talked about waiting last week, but yeah. like waiting is like, like when you, when you're in that niche of like, this is a very specific uh, like retail or yeah. like you know restaurant work or stuff like that or like factory work we don't see a lot of stuff that no. is shot in like factories which is unfortunate because most of your viewers work in factories or warehouses or yeah. warehouses of some sort but you need a factory horror movie we do or uh factory podcast comedy comedy i said comedy like you said uh documentary <laughs> documentary <laughs> documentary uh, i said but, it right but yeah superstore so one of the things i was gonna oh, i wanted to make sure i said was yeah. like i really feel like this movie could have just been like a superstore special yeah and uh, it should have just been that it should have been like a thanksgiving horror superstore special like how community had like the paintball episodes yeah like stuff like that like you know you shoot these kind of like one-offs and like you know everything resets at the end of the episode and we go back to or if you want to kill a major character like we've been dead for the special you know but uh like we go back to you know going back to that like it could have just been that like the, this there's not enough in this movie so so like the script and the outline look great but well not necessarily the script for the dialogue but as a general yeah. like storytelling like you know this could this could be a really fun movie it could be really strong great. bones yeah strong bones but like it it didn't need to be an hour and 24 minutes long with what they had and no. then it could have just i would have i would have much i would have loved that if this would have been like a 54 minute superstore special yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Also featuring Bruce Campbell, though. Yes. Like, Bruce Campbell should have showed up. Yeah, at, he's like at, at NBC. the new regional manager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he like goes to NBC and he's like, hey guys, I got a pitch for Superstore. Yeah. <laughs> and then NBC's like, oh my God, Bruce Campbell, we love you. Probably not, but Probably whatever. Not. That's what <laughs> I would say. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> it almost reminded me a little bit of uh, Day of the Comet. Have you ever seen that? It's mm -hmm. from the 80s. It's like a similar, like a comet comes into Earth. And like wipes out most of Earth. There's like two people left. Okay, and this guy kind of like they're still at work at a Kmart. They're in, they're in like a a mall, I think. Oh, okay. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but like it's kind of similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like I said, I, I really like the idea, the bones, um, them bones. But yeah, I mean, it was. 
it was too long while being too short. You know? I know exactly what you mean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And the like, you know, Bruce Campbell's character is awesome. And like the depth and the growth and like the realizations and everything he has throughout the movie is like fucking great. Yeah. Like fucking totally awesome. But then I also kind of feel like I wonder if like some of it isn't Bruce Campbell's fault for being like, well, I'm going to make my character super awesome and I'm going to get it all in. Uh, You know, that's it. I'm Bruce Campbell. I mean, that's what he does. I'm Bruce Campbell. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, he doesn't have a writing credit, so. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, okay. So maybe not. He just, like, produced it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's an okay movie. That's what I say. Is that it? Is that all you say? Are we going to the corner now? I can go to the corner if you want to go to the corner. Me. I'm looking at what the, uh, the director has done. He's oh, I don't think I said this yet. Uh, the budget is, is unavailable. Apparently, the information about the budget, I have to email someone to get the budget. So we'll hear about it next week. Wow. No, I didn't email him. Why not? Because uh, I'm just going to assume the budget was $300,000. That seems like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this director did Black Friday, Barely Legal, Steven Tyler Out on a Limb, Happy Birthday, the horror movie. Birthday Death Day? Wait. No. What is this? I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a it's got Frank Zappa in it, but it's not Frank Zappa, it's a guy playing Frank Zappa. Is it his son? No. Dweezil? It's not Dweezil. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Hmm. When two friends embark on a journey to journey to Mexicali for a birthday celebration, they soon realize their psychedelic shenanigans have taken a turn for the worse. So maybe sort of hung hangovery? I don't know. I just want to say that Happy Death Day is an amazing movie. I've not seen it, but I've heard good things. Oh, you got to see it, Dave. Really? I got to see yeah. it? I'll yeah. have to watch it. Lots of... It's scary Groundhog's Day. I love Groundhog's Day. That's strange. Yeah, that's weird. And then what did this writer do? Let's see... Oh, okay. So he's written Black Friday and one episode of The Dreamers. Hmm. So not a whole lot. New director. No, that's the writer. Oh, new writer. What the fuck? Yeah. Send him back to school. Uh, Trivia? I'll do some trivia. Trivia. You guys ready for Dave's Trivia Corner? Dave's Trivia Corner! Welcome to Dave's Trivia Corner, where the point of this corner is for you to say... Oh, neat. Damn right, baby. That's my best, Bruce Campbell. All right, I got eight. (laughs) Is that all there is? (laughs) Yep. 
<laughs> Got eight. All right, number one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Filmed in a former Baby's R Us. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Huh. Number two. <laughs> the radio says the counties of Columbus, Carpenter, Lynch, and Wright have been evacuated. This is a nod to four directors. Chris Columbus, John Carpenter, Joe Lynch, and Edgar Wright that served as inspiration. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, For the holiday music in the toy store, in order to find a less expensive alternative to paying for actual Christmas music, director Tebow performed royalty-free Christmas songs on a keyboard using Apple's GarageBand. Huh. Not neat. Get more money, hey, guys. Man, do what you want. I think it's great. Thank you. I mean, you. It, there's like some artistic integrity there, I guess, but yeah. also yeah. spring for the Christmas music, guys. Yeah, I wanted Mariah Carey. Well, I mean, just you know, normal Christmas music is fine. I wanted the radio to get stuck. Like I wanted the CD on to its get cold hit. outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, on, on just the one section of Mariah Carey saying "All I Want for Christmas Is You" over and over oh, and over God, and over and over fuck again. Fuck off! <laughs> All right, next one. The last two days of the shoot was when the crew shot the final scenes that are outside. They got lucky with the weather, as the next day there was a blizzard that crippled all of Massachusetts. Bro. Yeah, that's so, kind of like impressive. all of Massachusetts is disabled. Yeah, disabled. That's differently fucked. abled. Jesus Christ! I I don't, I don't is know that why what I we're that. supposed to be saying though. I think so. You've confused me. Uh, while zapping the TV at the employees' room, briefly plays "Curse of Chucky" from 2013. Devin Sawa appears in Chucky 2021. Hmm. He's trying to make a comeback. Yep. I ain't calling him one yet. He's been here for years. <laughs> He's in that Glenn Danzig movie that I still want to see. You can't find it anywhere. The vampire one? Yeah. That's because you have to be invited to a private screening at Dan Danzig's, Danzig's house. house. Danzig is an asshole. The weird fucking dude is what he you is. You can probably <laughs> knock him out. Yeah, you, anyone can knock him out. All right, I got three more. <laughs> Writer Andy uh, Chris, Kriskovic, uh worked at a Toys R Us in Greater Chicago, which is the reason you'll hear local towns reference like Bartlett and Schomburg. Okay. Not an ad- adaptation of the 2020 Star Kid musical of the same name, despite having very similar premises. I never even questioned that. Same. <laughs> Last no. one. You ready? Last one. Yeah. Right. Not an adaptation of the 2021 Black Caravan slash Scout comic series of the same name, despite having very similar premises. Oh, boy. Huh. Fake it till you make it doesn't work sometimes, buds. Sometimes you just fake it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes you just plagiarize. Yeah. <laughs> but that Ooh. is all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. I forgot to pay the guy for the outro. He just gave up. 
Bro, it was like three dollars. Well, I gave him two fifty. Yeah, he thought he could fix it in GarageBand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys ready to rate this? I rate this motherfucker. Rate it. I'm gonna give it a five. Mostly for all it could have been. Russell. Damn. All right. I don't want to give it a five. To don't. I'm going to give it a three. It gets three points for just having Bruce Campbell in it. Bruce Campbell is automatically three points? I think so. That makes sense. It's got a couple other movies that I don't really care for that would probably also be threes that he's just because he's a, and I'll watch him. I do love Bruce Campbell. He gives Burn Notice a three. Because he's in it. Ooh, Ooh you might have caught me. I might have lied. <laughs> fucking hate that show. I watched part of that. It was fun. It's fine. I hated mm. all of the USA shows that, like, Bird Notice and Psych and... All that uh, shit. Fucking MedX or whatever the fuck it was called. White Collar. Like, I hated all of those shows. I, I only like, watched some of Bird I was Notice. like, okay, you can take a blueprint and apply it to <clears> seven <throat> shows and then run those seven shows for three years. Fuck you, USA. Goddamn. You hear that? Russ said, fuck USA. The network. Not, well. Eh, if you've been in a room that. with me. Let's not, get, let's not get into that. Dave? I'm going to give it a six and a half. It's fine. It's a movie. You watch it and you have a good time or you don't. I don't care. Six and a half. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us talking about Black Friday next week. Which one are we doing? Next week is Scrooge featuring a Bill Murray. Right. Scrooged with a D. Scrooged. Scrooged. I never pronounce the D. No. Oh, the D is silent in Russell's vocabulary. Vocab- calls me. Vocabulary, Dave. That's why he calls me Ave. I do now. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Catch us on all your social medias. Now that Rachel's doing it for us, there's stuff on there. Thank Instagram, you, Rachel. Twitter. Our uh, our subreddit r slash drafty quarters. Everything else, search drafty quarters productions. Uh, you can email us draftyq at gmail dot com if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. You can also find us on Patreon. Please subscribe for one dollar to our one dollar tier, our tier of one dollar, so that we can get one dollar from you every month because you subscribed. For one dollar to our one dollar tier on Patreon, searching Drafted Quarters Productions. I think you said one dollar more than I said B earlier. I was trying to. Okay. Because we need all those one dollars. <laughs> hey, more much? than we need the bees. How much is the Patreon? It's one dollar. Okay. Okay. Yep. One sure. Ave. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yes, Russell. <laughs> Catch us next week when we talk about Scrooged. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, Hane. Uh, I really like Hane. This is some next level <laughs> bath salt shit. Oh, that was the quote. <laughs>
This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.